You are now tuned into the DFPN, the Datfilin Podcast Network. Welcome to the Smoke Pit. It's Friday night, come and take a load off. Come sit in the Smoke Pit, it's time for us to show off. It's been a long week, come relaxing, get some lapsing, and let's talk about these brackets. And while we at it, tell me whose man's is this? Cause I got questions, I'm hoping you can answer it. Get ready, cause you know we gon' talk a lot of shit. It's Mac and Mac, welcome to the Smoke Pit. Y'all already How y'all know. doing out there? Y'all already know what it is. It is I, the homie. It's Friday Mac. night. Yep, yep. And I am Mac, a.k.a. your boy. And I am bred like a king. Made us Kelvin Kaylee. Welcome back to the Smoke Pit, ladies and gentlemen, on this fine Friday. Uh, hope everybody's had a good, productive week this week or made the most out of what you can make. Uh, we are back, man. And you know what today is? What's that? Do you actually know? Today is, we're on episode 26, right? Yep, yep. So today is actually our six month anniversary of the Smoke Pit. This is the sixth month anniversary of the Smoke Pit. Oh shit, and I ain't even get you nothing. (laughs) Me neither, I just thought about that shit today and I was like, man. Damn. That's dope though, man. You know. Yep. I never I never I never would have knew. I never would have knew we'd be 26 <laughs> episodes back. And actually we probably could have had more. There's a couple weeks we had to take off because of some shit. So we'd probably be a damn yep. near 30 and yep. shit. But uh Yeah. Yeah, man. Thanks for everybody um rocking with us this long. Uh the Smoke Pit Podcast fan group. Thank you to everybody in there that has been sticking with us and providing so much great uh, debate and commentary and memes, whatever you want to do to just make yourself laugh. Thank you guys for um, for rocking with us this long. We hope to be in business for a while. You know yeah. what I mean? So thank you guys for rocking with us. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, With that being said, let's get the, uh, the pleasantries out the way. Uh, first, shout out to our yep. sponsors here at uh, DFPN uh, for your wireless headphone needs. I'll add our boys at Get The Plugs. That's www.gettheplugs.com. Uh, wireless earbuds, um, payment plans, different, uh, different, I guess, grades of of the uh, the headphones. So if you want the deluxe, you want the you know the basic pros, whatever, go check them out. They got a sale going on right now. And if you use the code INT15, you get a discount on that as well. So go ahead and check them out. Um, for all our upcoming rappers and, and music makers and stuff, because I know we got a few of them in the group. Y'all been blowing up so far this year. Yep. I seen you. I see yep. y'all. Um, if you want to get them out there on the major streaming platforms, uh, Spotify, your Amazon Music, Google Music, Apple Music, hit up audioswim.com and for $5 a track, they can make that happen for you. And then, of course, anybody else who's trying to get out there, get their name out there, make a brand, uh, looking for some management, looking for some investment tips, go to www.premierelement.com. All right. That'll take you to Premier Element UAE. Yep. And they got all that stuff set up and ready for you. So check that out if that is what you're looking for. All right. Uh, Black, tell them what we got yes, going sir. on on the Patreon, man. 
All right, so go to www.patreon.com slash podcast. $3 a month will get you all our episodes ad-free. These videos go to Patreon and they go ad-free. We've started doing more um, behind the scenes and more extra episodes that we are putting on the Patreon for our Patreon fans. So shout out to everybody that is in the Patreon group. Uh, we just got a new member uh, last week. So shout out to everybody that has joined our Patreon and that ha- has contributed. Shout out to uh, Pitmaster Mikey P. Bean, too, because he upped his ante from $10 to $20 a month. Um, so Woo. shout out to you for doing that, bro. Yes. Um, very, very good conversation that we actually have with him on the Patreon. So we're doing a lot of things over on Patreon that we, we don't necessarily do in the group. So shout out to everybody that's doing that. Remember, $3 a month will get you all of our episodes ad-free. You can participate in all of our uh, live shows. And we do giveaways for our premium uh, Patreon subscribers. So uh, listen, $5, $5 a month will get you that. $3 will get you everything else. So come join our Patreon. Come have fun with us. Come come join in on the extracurricular activity that we're, that we're doing over there, man. What else you got for them, Matt? Um, speaking of Patreon, uh, when you join the Patreon, you get a code for discounts for our merch shop over at Teespring. So you see down there, go to teespring.com and search that film and podcast. That's where you'll find merch for all of the uh, shows that we got on our network. Real Food, Mr. F You On Me, Smoke Pit, Wrestling yep. With Thought, um, the brand, That Feeling Podcast Network, and what we got, Breaking Down the Classics, In the Den, so we got some stuff, and um, coming soon, I know you've probably seen them um, in the group, uh, we have a new podcast coming out by one of our fellow pit masters, yep. The Salute, um, yep. it's geared, uh, he has it right now, geared for people in the, the transition, I guess, getting out of the military, yeah, getting after their dreams or whatnot, but he's opening it to everybody, man. Yep. It doesn't have to be military only. If you got a passion that you're 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 I guess passionate about for lack of a better word, and you're getting after it, this is the community you want to get in, man. So he has a fan group going, so expect another round of invites. Um from from myself, Mac, probably some other people, um, to get in there yep. and, and, and start adding to the group. I already see uh, a dozen, a dozen or so of us in there, so that's good. But like I said, we're just trying to, yeah. you know, build build a nice little community of, of, of people looking out for people and, and so forth and so on. So uh, that merch will be coming soon too as well. So um, that's what we got. Yes, sir. <laughs> How was your week, bro? Oh wait 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 um, wait wait wait! If you guys don't follow uh, Black's personal email, um, or if you're not friends with him, my man is full <laughs> on the vegan lifestyle. He gave us an update day seven. Let let tell tell the people how this vegan vegan diet is going for you, my guy. So. It's a little weird. It, every diet that you do is going to give and take, right? So right. all last year, um, I was doing keto. I did keto all last year. Yep. So the, the thought process was behind it. So in 2019, like I had a real big health scare, which come to find out was my potassium. I have a potassium deficiency. 
Yep. That caused me to like change everything. So I overhauled everything. I did keto, uh, started in 2019 doing keto. And I was like, eventually I want to go vegan. Mm -hmm. So I just, all last year I did it. Um, I tried to do it a little bit off and on and I wasn't feeling it. So I just started conditioning myself to like get used to it. And I did it this year. So this year I was like, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go full on vegan. So I did it. Um, I started last week and it wasn't bad, right? So right. keto, they have a thing called a keto flu. I didn't get that with vegan. I at least had a little bit of carbs. It wasn't, it wasn't high carbs, but I had carbs. You know what I mean? My body wasn't starving for carbs. It wasn't horrible. Uh -huh. So that part of it wasn't bad. Um, what I did not expect was the offerings to the porcelain guy. Holy shit. <laughs> Bro. Bro. It, it, and it, it went. It's it cleansing? Was, Is it, it cleansing? It in. <laughs> yeah, it, it cleansed fast. Fast. <laughs> fast. It was just like all this fucked up shit you said you was gonna eat before you uh decided to go vegan yeah here it is buddy <laughs> all of it here it is <laughs> yeah yo so so talk here it to is me. Like, get out of here do do you feel like do you have that that energy burst that a lot of uh people who go to a plant-based and all that so you're going vegan not just plant-based stuff right yeah, it's, well, it's mostly plant-based, but yeah. Okay. Um, so you get that 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 burst of energy where you're like, man, I never knew I had so much energy to do stuff. Yeah, you, I do actually. So yesterday was like a weird day for me because I didn't even realize I didn't drink coffee until yeah. about four o'clock. And I was like, I hadn't had any coffee whatsoever. And I was just up. And that part of it was good. Like there's some benefits to it. Like I, I, I monitor blood pressure regularly mm. and my blood pressure is really good. It came down a lot. So that was, that that part of it was really good. Uh, um, but dog, just like, like Conwin got pizza today and it wasn't even no extraordinary pizza. It was just like some regular Albertsons in the box type shit. You know how mad I was looking at this fucking pizza get thrown in the oven? Now, and it wasn't even, it wasn't even like, it wasn't even <laughs> mad like she got it. It wasn't mad like, how dare you bring this into the house? Right. Like she just went and got shit and just put it in the in the oven. Like it wasn't nothing, like total dissatisfaction. Like I'm looking at this pizza like, man, I'm about to kill that shit. <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to body slam all of you to get to this fucking pizza, let me tell you. It's mine. Y'all better eat all that shit. <laughs> Yo, Kids so, <laughs> eat chicken nuggets. All, all they ain't even satisfied. They just eating them shits and like, mm, 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 it's whatever. Okay. Meanwhile, I'm over here, huh? Maybe like it's. I guess if I have to eat something, it'll be chicken nuggets. I guess I'll settle. It'll be chicken nuggets. <laughs> we don't have anything to eat in the house, Dad. Motherfucker, you eat chicken nuggets right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you eat chicken. You eating whole chicken nuggets? Who cares <laughs> if this process? So what was you snacking you eating on? Eating it. What was you snacking huh? on? Dude? I had a fucking banana. I had a banana. 
Yeah. Bro, you know the fucked up part? Um, I'm not even at that level. Uh, what I started doing is is trying to count macros in the sense of my carbs, fats, and proteins. I ain't on the sodium intake, this, that, all that. I, just those three. And and right. trying to get those to be a calorie count, you know, depending on my level of activity or whatnot. I got this Fitbit and like I be wanting to eat, but then it's just like you got to be smart about what you eat. So, I mean, they down there eating fried pork chops and, and freaking, you know, mashed potatoes, rice, all that other stuff. And I'm just like, let me make this salad. I mean, it's a dope ass salad. Don't get me wrong. Right. Um, cause yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I throw the salad in there. I cut up an avocado. I put some grilled chicken on it and then I put pico, pico de guy on it instead of dressing and I shake it up and it's it's lit you know it's lit but then you smell like the pork chop frying and shit you know what I'm saying and then like when they reheat it the next day you're just like bro it just smells just as good like I never noticed shit like that yeah right <laughs> like who was that I never uh, noticed I never made bacon the other day and I was just like I was like for real you gotta make that shit right now like oh, I was hungry as fuck too and I was like Cause I'm doing like I'm doing vegan, but I'm doing intermittent fasting too. Oh That's my god! Part of that. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> what is, what is you doing? <laughs> yeah. So. Hey. So and it was like in the window. It was in the window, and I'm like, oh come on. <laughs> yeah. Like, shout out Pitmaster Rob. He's like, we're flexitarians, mainly vegetarian with very limited meat, mainly because I won't give up bacon. And bacon is a yeah, bro. Ba- that shit almost broke me. It like, almost broke me. And like you know, there's isn't like there like a out. isn't there like a Beyond Meat type bacon or something like that that you can try? Would you I dare? Pray, I pray to God there is. I'm damn sure gonna look. <laughs> I'm a I'm gonna try that whole out. <laughs> Up there frying tofu and. Because, I mean, I remember turkey bacon when that was the new craze. They're like, boy, this is healthy bacon. And I'm just like, mm, I don't know. Mm-mm. Like, if it's the only thing available to me, I'll fuck with it. But, like, if there's pork bacon and we got turkey bacon next to it. I like, can't even do that. You won't even do that? Yeah, I can't do it. I can't do turkey bacon. But no, I can't do turkey You'll bacon. fuck with tofu bacon? Hell yeah. <laughs> just... So right now I bring you a piece. Right now I bring you a piece of turkey bacon. You ain't gonna fuck with it. Nah, I won't fuck with it. What? Even vegan won't give me the fuck with turkey bacon. Nah. <laughs> Yo, everybody, everybody in the chat like fucking turkey bacon is trash, and it has more sodium than regular bacon. It is. What? It does. Vargas, you real? It does that turkey turkey bacon is alive from the pits of hell? So what's so healthy about it then? Is it supposed to be like less fat, but you got more sodium? I have no idea. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. But I'd be on that bacon though. Cause I I knew I wasn't gonna do vegetarian. I thought about it for a little bit, but I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so now I'm just trying to <laughs> I'm just trying to watch what I do and stay active and stuff. But it's it's tough, man. It's tough. But, um, yeah, it is. So, what you sipping tonight? Before we get into the the proceedings this evening. 
So on my vegan shit, I am sipping on, uh, shout out to The Rock, because he gave us a blessing for this shit. <laughs> Terramana, some Terramana tequila, mm-hmm. and I made a margarita out of it. Man, let me tell you, this tequila is good. I'm not even going to hold it. It's good. It's smooth? Yeah. Smoother, it's good, It's bro. smoother than... Um... Cause I'm not a big tequila person. I know Jose. I don't care what level of Jose you giving me. Gold, silver. That shit. That shit is not smooth. Uh, Patron. Ah, Eighteen hundred. That's probably Patron like the. Right. Don Julio. Don Julio's pretty good. Uh, Eighteen hundred is pretty good. Yeah. Eighteen hundred was it's the smoothest cheaper, tequila I had. It's for I, I I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. Cause I looked at this the price. Shit, this shit is. It's up there, bro. Up there, what? In, in, in terms of in terms of quality. Oh, yeah. In terms of quality, it's good. It's good. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm sipping on the the Cran Apple Royalty. I um, I talked about my last podcast. It's just uh, one part Crown, which is a uh, 1.5 ounces, and then one part of the Ocean Spray mm. Cran Apple. Which is four ounces, so I just doubled that up to fill this uh, this tumbler up. So hmm, it's pretty good. I ain't on the level. I ain't on the level you and Wiz is at mixing up these these concoctions and stuff on on the rip. I'm a basic ass bitch when it comes to creating drinks. But uh, y'all need to start putting them shits in the descriptions, man. Y'all be talking about it, and then I'd be like, oh shit. And y'all be like, we gonna put the description. The, the recipe in the description and I'd be and like then we'll never put then it. y'all don't ever put it in there so I'd be in there like man I, I want that I want to taste like rains I want the angels from Africa you know what I'm saying <laughs> I want the midnight special whatever the fuck Wiz be coming up with I want some of that shit too god damn it <laughs> the Mary Crema <laughs> yeah <laughs> the Mary Crema oh man so uh before we get into the main thing I just want to say that I have been on this this uh, drink a gallon of water a day thing for for quite some time. I've never been like fully had a three day streak, longer than three days of drinking a gallon a day. But since this year it started, I've been hitting a gallon a day, fifteen days straight. Um, mm. This day is to be continued because I'm only halfway done because I've been fucking up. But I. Like they'd be like, if you drink more water, your skin will thank you. You'll you'll be more. And I'm not feeling any of the benefits, except like if I nah, get tagged and do a lot. Yeah, yeah. If I get tagged for your analysis, I ain't gonna be sitting in the waiting room. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna get there and be right. like, <laughs> I'm gonna get there and be like, let's go, bro. Let's go right now. <laughs> let's go. Let let's go. Yeah, Two cups. It's got, it's got to happen. <laughs> Two cups. I'm ready to go. I've been peeing so much, man. Then you wash your hands. Your hands get all, you know, every time you wash your hands, the water just be stripping all the goddamn moisture out of it. Then I got to go put lotion on. Then I go sit down and like 15, 20 minutes later, I'm like, God damn it. I got to go pee again. Wash my hands again. I'm at the point where I'm trying. I should probably just learn to just probably just sit down and pee. And then just be like, I'm good. You know, so I don't have to wash my hands. But here's the thing: nobody's gonna believe that. Like, I will go in the bathroom, right, I will sit down, gonna, and I will. Think you just went yeah. Shit and then yeah, you ain't gonna wash your hands, nasty ass. 
No, please believe me. I didn't. I didn't touch anything. I just sat down. Nah, he nasty. And his COVID shit's going on too. Ain't nobody gonna believe you. They gonna yeah, think you're right. trying to spread COVID and shit, bro. <laughs> nah. Hey, I'm just... If McCoy brings something to the cookout, yeah, don't, don't eat it. That shit. I seen him leave the bathroom <laughs> and not wash his hands. <laughs> now you that guy. Now you the nasty motherfucker. When all you wanted was not to be ashy. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, please believe me. I just sat down to pee. What you sitting down to pee for? Nah, you took a shit. You nasty. Oh, man. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm still at it, though. But it is... It ain't fun. I be trying to mix it up, throw some crystal light in there and shit. Be like, ooh, peach mango. I still be having to pee the same amount of time. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I be trying, man. That, that probably make it worse. Putting you mixing the sugar and then that shit hits your bloodstream fast. I just got it because I'd be like six cups of this shit, man. Water? I'd be like, let me sprinkle some crystal light in. I'd be like, ooh, it's a treat. <laughs> yep. Ooh, I'm doing good. Yay. Every third cup be a Look crystal. At me. <laughs> Every third cup is a crystal light cup. Like, yes. <laughs> oh man. We made it here. We made it. What did Pablo that's say? Up, Hold on, Pablo's like, that's like when you come out the bathroom. I don't give a fuck how good the soap smells. Don't be smelling your hands as you walk out. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just be like, man, did you, bro? You nasty. <laughs> man, get your ass back in there. Why? <laughs> get your ass in the goddamn. <laughs> I'm telling. That's the first thing I do. I'm telling. <laughs> Telling I'll be quick too. Because that'd be cats in restaurants trying to leave the bathroom without washing their hands. And this is what I do every time that shit happens. Like if a dude use the bathroom and try to walk out without washing their hands, when he opens the door, I yell real loud, that man didn't wash his hands. And the dude turns back around. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like, come on, man. Why'd you do that? You mother- why are you mad at me? Because <laughs> you a nasty motherfucker. That's why. <laughs> I'm trying to save us all. They come back yeah, in there yeah. mad at me. Come on, man. Why'd you have to do that? Because you ain't wash your hands. And you touching in the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Why, come over did, here why didn't you wash your hands? You know what? I If he would have just rin- like, rinsed his hands, and I'd be like, you know, fuck it. You know, whatever. But the fact you just walk out the stall and turn yeah, around. Even, you know, give, give even it some that, like, like. I think I think people like that are worse though. Like the people that don't even have the audacity to put soap on there. Like you just nasty, period. Cause like now you're trying to put up a facade. Now I know you a nasty ass. Cause you and, just And they do it right next to like you. Yeah, they do it. Yeah, they yeah. see suds and shit on your hand. They're just like, nah. <laughs> one piece of paper towel. Yeah. Your hands barely wet, that one piece of paper towel gonna hold them? Alright. What the fuck is you grabbing paper towels for? You nasty ass. <laughs> to make him feel like he did something. <laughs> right, right. I can't have him thinking I'm a nasty person. No, we still think you nasty. My man Mook said he's trying to be efficient <laughs> with time and leave it in God's hands. That's cool if you at your house doing that shit. But if you in a restaurant, you probably about to touch the little napkin dispenser shit that I'm feeling. Nah, bro. Nah. Not in this mm-hmm. day and age. Got people grabbing the doors with their elbows because they know you nasty now. Yeah, they 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 wrapping paper towel around their hands to open the door. 
and then trying to throw it in the trash yeah. can from the door because they ain't trying to go back in there. <laughs> yeah, before, the, before the door closed. Yeah. That <laughs> 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 fuck is racing and shit. <laughs> oh, man. Cool. So you ready to get into uh, the main topic? And uh, I think it's cool because you're the one who brought this up. Uh, normally, we try to keep it yeah. light and, 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 and hilarious in here, but... Uh, this house meeting, we gonna talk about uh, some something. Um, I think that that needs to be talked about. So let's get into this. Yeah, let's get into it. This episode is brought to you in part by Audio Swim. Go to audioswim.com today and upload your tracks for as little as five dollars a track. Premier Element UAE. Go to www.premierelement.com and get your representation. They don't do just music, they do sports as well. And also, get the plugs. Go to www.gettheplugs.com. Enter in code INT15 on checkout and you will get a 15% discount. Oh, and you don't have to pay for them up front. They also accept Suzzle. Now back to the show. Cool. All right. So, um, one of the pit masters, I forget who it was. Let me bring it back. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I just know his last name is Perry. Oh, okay. The last name. On <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, pit master Perry, he uh, he made a post uh, with some stats um, in the post. He was referring to or just asking the question why is suicide still still on the rise why is it a problem still um and he kind of took it uh, kind of placed a military kind of uh, uh environment in it because you know he's like i'm not in the military i work with him and stuff like that uh why is why do you feel uh that suicide is is still a thing so I know you wanted to talk about this, Max. I, I'll, I'll open. I'll let you open the discussion with, with um, how you feel about it. Yeah. So first of all, correction: his last name is Jerry. Oh. So I went and looked at the post. But um, I'll say this, and I'll, I'll start. I'll start with. I'll start with an experience I had. Um, Key West, 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was stationed there. And uh, it was a joint environment. One of the people that we, uh, one of the services that we worked with, Navy, uh, real cool guy. His name was Lieutenant Wall. Yeah. And um, he would, he was cool, man. One of the coolest officers I ever, I ever met, man. One of the coolest officers I ever met. Pleasure to work with. Always got it done. Anytime that we worked, watched with him. Um, he was he was he was funny. Like he kept it light. Um, everybody wanted to work with him. Everybody knew they were gonna get the job done, um, and then they would be able to do whatever it is they wanted to do, right? Yeah. So he had this he had this joke every time. Every time that we worked watch, every time he had a joke. He's like, God, it's so fucking boring. Like, I just want to kill myself. It's so fucking boring. Mm. Right? And everybody would be, everybody would be laughing at that shit. Um, 
and he was a submarine guy. And one of the big things that I learned was that so many, so many submariners had mental health issues that they didn't even really know about. Wow. He was one of those guys. Um, and as cool as he was, he kept every one of his demons out. Like no one knew he was struggling with so much shit. Um, and it wasn't until I remember this clearly too, because I was uh, I was on leave. I went to Phoenix from Key West, or was it Vegas? It was probably Vegas. I went to Vegas, and then I came back. And one of the first people I saw um, in the commissary, he was like, "Hey, man." He was like, "Hey, man, Lieutenant Wall killed himself." And my first reaction was, "Get the fuck out of here! You lying!" Like, no, I was like, I was like laughing it off. I was like, "Ha ha ha ha! Yeah, right." And he was like, "Nah, man, I'm serious. He killed himself." Wow. And I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "No fucking way! No fucking way!" Right? Like, uh -huh. how, like how? And the signs were there all the time because he would always talk about the shit. Like, hindsight is always twenty twenty. But like he would always talk about that shit, always, um, and it would be like in a joking manner. And this is why, like, anytime someone even remotely gets close to that, like my my antennas go up. Like I have to pay attention right. because I thought someone was joking before, and they took their lives. And we didn't know that he was really struggling with all of this stuff because his defense mechanism was really um, keeping everybody else around him happy. That was his defense mechanism, mm -hmm. right? As long as everybody else around him was happy, he was happy. He was good to go. And you didn't know what he was, yeah, he was good to go. The mission was done. He focused a lot on the mission. The mission was done and okay, everybody else is gonna do what they want to do. You know what I mean? Um, and I say that, I say that to say, um, that guy can be anybody. He can be anybody. Lieutenant Wall can be anybody. You don't know what people are really dealing with in these times. You don't know how much people are carrying. Um, and one of the big things, even after that, like I noticed about the military, it's um, not, not just the military, but it, it can easily translate to outside too. One of the one of the things that I noticed is that you get to the surface of a problem and we don't really dig deep. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because people do have issues that they're dealing with. And yeah, acknowledging it is great. It's, it's a great first step, acknowledgement that the problem is there. But the actual fixing of the problem is where we all need to do better. Um, because, and it's a constant job and I get it. No one really wants to, um, stay on top of that. Um, but it's a constant job because people can relapse. You know what I mean? You can't get them support and you can't get them. Um, it's, it's no different from like alcoholism, right? You can get people support, you can get them help, you can get them clean. Um, but you can't keep them that way unless a support system is there for them. Right. And that, that applies, that applies to mental health because alcoholism is a disease. So is mental health. Mental health 
Like some of it can be diseases. Depression is a disease that right. a lot of people don't really know they have, right? And so that part of it makes it hard for people to acknowledge, um, hard for people to, because they don't want the judgment. You know what I mean? They don't want that. <coughs> and like EJ said, just asking somebody, um, you're okay, right? You okay? And the answer may be, yeah, I'm all right. I'm fine. I'm good to go. But is it really? And and it's just it's really it's really knowing knowing the people that you're around because I knew this guy, like I knew him. You know what I mean? It wasn't like it wasn't like he was just some old regular old schmo. You know what I mean? Like just got there and had issues. I worked with the guy almost every time I had a watch for two years. You know what I mean? And didn't know that he was carrying that type of thing. You know what I mean? And rarely get mad, rarely was depressed at work, but you don't know the issues that, that he's dealing with at home. So that was my thing, just just touching on it. But, and, and it's more so just getting to the root of the problem um, isn't enough for for a lot of people. Because, it, and in the military as well, because we focus on um, on mission, mission first, like that is that is embedded in everybody's mind. The mission, right? Am I okay to, enough to do the mission? Yeah. Nine times out of ten, you you may not be. You know what I mean? That deployment may have scarred you, and that's okay. It's okay. You know what I mean? Right. If you're dealing with it, it it's okay. But it has to also be okay to to say, um, I kind of lost my train of thought. Uh, it has to also be okay for them to say, you need the help, we're going to help you. You're one of ours, you know what I mean? Right. And that 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 is a very big issue. So um, I think uh, Luke brought up a good point by saying that the military models their actions off what's available in the civilian sector usually at a value, unfortunately. Um, do you think the fact yeah. that the military jumps from one program to another to try to um, combat um, not only suicide, but mental health awareness and things like that? Uh, because one, you know, one part of the year, it's suicide prevention uh, by you know, some some organization or some something on the base next thing you know it's green dot next thing you know it's called something else and it's just continually like what's available what's i don't know if they go for the cheapest thing my mind would be like that's probably what they do uh, the cheapest based off of value like right. Luke said um so do you think like people who they hire to do that are in it for like I want to believe that those people are doing it because they believe they want to make a difference and, and help people who are hurting. But low key, they're probably this is a job. You know, I get certified in this, and then I go give this briefing, and you know, everybody's out. Because I've been in some where they're right. just like, I have slides that we it's like you know fifty something slides, but I'm gonna just talk right. to you guys right. like this, and everybody's just like, yeah, woo, you know, they clap because they don't want to be in a briefing for you know forever and shit. And I'm sitting there like. You should probably just do your job and go through the slides, man. Because there's probably somebody in this right. room who probably needs to hear some shit that's probably presented on these slides that you're not going over because you just want to bounce. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. 
And we get some really good comments. We are out of here too. So yeah, we get some really good comments. But I would say this. I would say this. Um, yes, <laughs> the, the value <laughs> of the program, <laughs> the value of the program isn't really put into the forefront, but neither is the problem, right? Because the problem isn't focused on until it, too many people have suffered from it. You know what I mean? Because it's always, it's always the mission first. Do you risk losing those numbers for a mission that you may have to do or deployment that you have to go on? Like it's a delicate balance there. I'll, I'll give the military that part. It's a delicate balance, but those things have consequences. You know what I mean? It really does. Yeah. Um, you may not come back the same from some of those things and that needs to be focused on. Or you may, there may have been an event that happened on base that kind of traumatically scarred somebody. Who knows? You know what I mean? You don't know that thing. Um, somebody may have gone through something that that has altered their, their capability of trust in people around them. And it, it until it becomes a problem, the military doesn't really focus on putting emphasis into that into that type of training. Yeah. They really don't. And that that's just a true statement. Um so uh Mikey, I just put his comment up. He was like uh and, and it, I think it goes back to what you were saying as far as the military mindset get back to the mission. Mission, 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 right? Um and Mikey yep. uh I think he said when you go to mental health on base it feels like they have two goals either get you back to work or to get you out long-term treatment of actual mental health issues is not in their wheelhouse um, and i can probably see right. that happening because you're out of pocket you're not doing the mission you're still costing us money so it's like you either right <laughs> you're either better which i feel a lot of people do say is yeah i feel better i can get back to work because one they're probably separated geographically from their immediate family and they feel like their work family or onesie twosies somebody there like they feel like a part of a team there um but right. not really because if if they were really getting that that need and that 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 fulfillment of being a part of something bigger they probably wouldn't be thinking suicidal or whatnot you know so it's it's like right. i don't want people to think i'm broken because you know then you get that stigma at work you know like bro are you good? right right so and that's what i said it has to be okay <coughs> for people to come out and say that without feeling like they're jeopardizing something right you know what i mean right the so, care has to be there for them. so what do you feel about really um and i think i think mikey he, he kind of alluded to this uh in the after hours last week the generation of people coming into the military now Obviously, they have had social media their whole life. They've been always able to express how they feel, um, find people who feel the same way, and so forth and so on. Then they come in the military, and then now we kind of put a, not so much a muzzle on them or whatnot, but it's like, you know, chill with what you talk about, this, that, and the third. And then also, um, you still got the those old school people, like, you know, back in my day, we just sucked it up and, and did the job, you know, like, you just... Kept it moving right, and stuff right. like that. So, this is what I want to, I want to kind of roll into is uh, 
let me go ahead so i went and looked at oh look now it's like blanked out it should be up right you don't see the uh the screen no i see it okay yeah. cool so i went to the national institute of mental health and uh looked up some suicide uh, statistics and whatnot um but uh, just let me remind people who are watching, um, if you are somebody you know is struggling with the thoughts of suicide, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Number's at the bottom, 1-800-273-8255. So just keep that yep. in mind. But, um, the biggest thing, uh, obviously the first table is telling you uh, that it's the 10th leading cause of death uh, in the United States across all age groups. Um, but the thing I want to talk about, and it, and it kind of goes towards the military, um, the difference between male suicide and female suicide, uh, numbers-wise. So back in 1999, uh, 10.5 out of every 100,000 people was committing suicide. Uh, on average, 18 out of every 100,000 were dudes, you know what I'm saying, and then four for females. And across the years, it's only gone up. So females are not 6.2 and males are at 22.8. So it seems like it's more of a male dominated uh, statistic, as sad as that sounds. Um, you got thoughts on that? Like, why is it that men are, are you know, ending it themselves? more than females are yeah i have a really big theory on it um and it's just the fact that you're a man right mm. um and a lot of us a lot of us are i'm not gonna say taught um or are conditioned uh to bottle up their emotions um, you're supposed to be tough. You're supposed to be macho. You're supposed to be whatever that word is supposed to be that like represents you as a man. You're supposed to be strong. Um, yeah. There are supposed to be any weaknesses. So so you're so you're conditioned, right? Mm -hmm. So when when something affects you, when something affects you, um, particularly something like a depression or a PTSD. Uh, the first thing that that would normally go through a man's mind is this isn't supposed to be happening to me, right? Uh -huh. It's not supposed to be happening. I don't have those types of issues. I've seen such and such. I've seen this person. They have that issue. I'm not like that person, right? Not knowing that you are, but it's just how we how we're conditioned to be. Um, and we don't really acknowledge that we are, we don't acknowledge that something is affecting us or I, I think men are just more, more afraid of the judgment of having those types of conditions. Um, oh, wow. That's a good comment. Yeah. That's a good comment. Yeah. I was going to go to that, but that is a really good comment. Yeah. But that, um, that made me lose lose where I was going with it. But um it's just the not me attitude. Like I'm I'm a I'm a guy, I'm a guy that doesn't have these types of issues. Right. Um 
or it's not affecting me like it is that person so I must be okay mm-hmm. and then it gets worse you know what I mean so yeah but um, that is a really good comment yeah so the comment he's referring to it, if you're just listening and not watching um so uh, Mikey says when he was working EMS they had stats that said men have a higher rate suicide because they are likely to use more violent methods to commit suicide that result in successful attempts females are more likely to use methods like pills that have a better chance of being safe from so their actual suicide death rate is lower but their attempt rate is just as high so i think that is yeah. something that uh, i don't know if they have a a graph on that like for attempts More figures showing that men be out here wild. Um, right. <laughs> and it's a, uh, it's, yeah. It's a, uh, so Jerry says we're also conditioned to be self reliant. Yes, like I can get by. I don't, I don't need myself. I, I don't need help. I can do it myself. Yes. Yeah. That, uh, I mean, that, that is a EJ thing. EJ says because, uh, Men have a harder time expressing their feelings. Right. So uh, Lauren says, uh, thanks for watching too, Lauren, that women are more likely to voice mental health issues. So is it, I want to say, so if a woman goes to another woman and say, hey, I'm dealing with things, I do believe that women are more caring and more in tune to the emotional and they really want to, they really want to make sure that you're taking right. care of you know, uh, maternal instinct. I don't want to put them all in the same hat, but my experience is um, for me being in the military, I have taken concerns of, of things that were worrying me and things that were troubling me to both a male and a female superior. And the conversation with the male superior is shorter than it is with the female, you know? Um, she was yeah, right. just like, you know, come in the office, close the door, pull up a seat, talk to me about what's going on. You know, um, the, the male was like, you know, are you good? Like, do you need to like be taken off the schedule? Are you, you know, and, and it was more like work related stuff or do you need to be blocked off for this long? Um, you know, you want to you want to talk to the chaplain or like he he wasn't trying to talk to me he was trying to i guess ace like ask if i was okay and take me to somebody else like here he he's your thing now you know yeah so you want to go to the chaplain yeah like that's the first question yeah. you want to go to the chaplain you want to talk to a chaplain you cool you want to you know and, and, and i was sitting there like Nah, it's cool. And then that's when I went to uh, the female captain's office. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, that's, uh, nah. that's that's the that's the yeah. thing, though. That's the thing. Like that right there, that right there is the thing. And it's just like, nah, I'm good. I can do it myself. I don't want to talk to the chaplain. I came to you. Right. You know what I mean, I came to you. This is what's bothering me. I, I need you to talk me through this shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, because because I think it made me feel like, oh, it's just me. Like nobody like you can't you can't sympathize with me like you. Your life is just so weird. You you can't fathom somebody having issues in life, you know? Um, we just had this briefing right. like three weeks ago, you know? And then now here's your opportunity to utilize this. Like, it wasn't on the trail of suicide or nothing like that because, you know, I, not to say that 
I'm, I'm stronger than that mentally. But my motivation is here. Like, I can't leave my wife and children. You know, I, I just can't go out like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And leave them right. with facing all the troubles and shit that I couldn't handle. You know, so I'm taking my life. I feel like that is a, a coward way to go for me. But I right. understand that people who are going through stuff that was way harder and way tougher than what was troubling me. You know what I'm saying? Um, like some of the things people see when they go downrange or some of the things that some like people have different demons that haunt them. So it, it is not me. It's not right. anywhere for me to be like, you know, that is a, a coward way to go. That's a that's a whole way to go out. Like, I'm pretty sure nobody was just like that wasn't their fucking first thing at the top of their list to fucking do. You know, I'm sure they exhausted all the options they thought they had. Right. So now they're, well, this is the last step, you know? So I think that as a man, when I say things like, I feel like for me, if I were to do that, that would be a coward's way out. Like if I had a lot of problems and I disappeared off this earth, those problems aren't going to go away. They're just going to be like, well, since you were his spouse, you owe us all this it goes stuff to you. and you owe yeah. all of this stuff yeah. right so that's why i feel that way um the one general when we were talking about it like big military wise i forget what what base he was at where he was just i think it was keesler and he was just like suicide is a coward only cowards commit suicide i'm just like bro you are you are all over the place right now you these are, yeah these are some things you, you should wild. not be saying man these are some things you shouldn't be saying and back to what uh Cyprus, is that your name? Am I saying it right? Cyprus, Cyperes. I, 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 I think so. But um, because that's what I want to say. But I don't Cyprus. We'll let him correct. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I, I think as men, it's kind of like you know, suck it up, type shit, tough it out. So it is Cyprus. All right, man. What's up? I feel like it's ingrained in us to suck it up we don't want to hear about your feelings right. tough it out you know and and that's that's i feel like that's another um you know log in the fire of why this shit keeps escalating right true i agree i agree nj put a we treat it like let's grab a drink go out and have fun and forget about the problem which oh can God. add to more problems yes Yo, I just I just think it's sad because here at Luke since I've been here there's been like four suicides Um, and we've had a lot and they'll happen and we'll get a email from the base commander you know I regret to inform Thunderbolt Nation that you know X, Y, and Z happened we lost Mm -hmm. the wingman and stuff Uh, remember always look out for your wingman X, Y, and Z you still hear jets taking off. You still see people out there prepping and, and, and turning jets for sorties. And I'm just like, nobody takes a day to, to talk and, and check in on one another. Just because we had this resiliency mm-hmm. day a few months ago, Air Force-wide yeah. resiliency day. Well, that should cover all that stuff. Continue. Get back to the mission. We had, we had three, I think, after that. Like in, in, in like successive months too. It was yeah. like one a month. After resiliency day? But yeah. Yeah. Like How did people, you, what did... Was, people were just committing suicide. 
What did you think about that? The resiliency, resiliency day. Did, did you think? Or, let me ask you this. Are you thinking since you've been or since you've known military life back in the early 2000s to now, do you think positive strides have been made to to address this or you think they're just treading water from where they were at? I think they're on a treadmill right now. They, they, they're making strides, but they ain't going nowhere. Mm. You know what I mean? So mm. they're trying, but it's it's really not leading them to a lot. And you, the main thing, the main thing is the care, the care of today's servicemen, because I won't just relegate this to the Air Force. The, the, the care of today's servicemen is far and few what it was like when we were there. You know what I mean? Uh, when we came in. Because when, when me and you came in, we had people like we could go to, like they were always around us. They want to know where, what, what's going on in our lives, what we're doing. You gonna do school yet? Like asking all kind of, kind of annoying shit that now I'm I'm glad they asked. You know right. what I mean? Right. Um, like they wanted they wanted to see you do good. Um, and now we've kind of gotten away from that. And it's kind of sad to see it in, in such a light as, because that this is what it's doing to people because the care isn't there. And I don't think a lot of a lot of servicemen have someone that they absolutely trust that they can go tell they have a problem. That's just my opinion. I don't I don't I don't see it. Um, I don't see the the people, the types of people in in leadership positions that I saw when I was a young airman. I don't see that. Yeah. Um, that wanted that wanted the best out of you. Um, not just not just as a serviceman, but as a person. Um, I don't see it. But I I, I do see them trying. Um, and that all goes back to they try, but they try when the problem is out of hand. Right. That's like knowing you getting the ass whooping and trying to hide the belt when it's like 85 other belts in the closet. You know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Like every like every year, you know, you get the whole thing, suicides, you know. One suicide is one too many, you know, in, in the military, this, that, and the third. And I'm just like, cool. It, it's cool that you guys admit there's a problem, right? It's cool. It's the, the first level right. of acceptance. Admitted there's a problem, right? Um, right? Now we need to fix it, right? So Because we know it's happened. So when it happens and it keeps happening, obviously what we're doing in between each incident is not working. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because if it was, these would be going down and not increasing. So I think it goes back to what Mook said. Quit trying to find what fucking HR plan Amazon is using to try to get their employees to stop doing it. You know, because what Amazon right. goes through is not what we go through in the military. We need something specifically for us um, that, that kind of caters to the things we go through. Not saying that we don't have everyday lives and experience the problems that an Amazon employee may have outside of work, but we have some like 
we can be tasked to go places and see some shit that we were not prepared to see and come back here right. and try to act like we did not see said shit <laughs> in the right, undisclosed right, location. Right. And we can't come back here and let, you know, a green dot, red dot dude show up and be like, hey, remember to ask, care, and escort when you have somebody going through some things. Like, bro, it's not always that easy. Like, if I ask somebody, yo, is everything is everything okay? You know, nine times out of ten, they're going to be like, yeah, man, I'm cool, man. Just, just some shit messing with me. I'll be all right. And then you're just like, you sure? All right, man. I'm here if you need to talk. And then that be it. God forbid that's the last time I say yep. something to this dude, you know? You have to right right you you have we have to do better with this we like when you ask somebody how they're doing you have to mean it because if somebody was like now nah, i'm going and then like, whoa, whoa yeah i just asked how you're doing like you, you want to come back and talk to me later and then they're just like well this motherfucker don't care mm-hmm. you know so we we need to do better yeah. instead of keep coming up with cool acronyms and cool programs to be like this will be the one and then it doesn't work like we need to until we show people this is just me that people come first and not the mission like this is going to keep continuing i i hate i hate to break it but that shit ain't gonna change the mission is gonna come <laughs> you don't think there's anything that shit ain't gonna i mean yeah because covid is wild and then they still be like yeah that's cool come in <laughs> <laughs> yeah come in yeah <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna point that out yeah. as the example I know, I know, I know 40 people, 40 people in maintenance got COVID, 40 people in maintenance got COVID. That's cool. You're working extra hours to make up for them because we still got to turn out these jets to get these numbers of sorties up so we can meet our goal numbers. And then they're just like, oh, so now I'm working 16, 20 hours a week or a day. You know what I'm saying? And why are people killing themselves? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe because they don't even get the full recommended amount of sleep before you have them coming back in, turning wrenches, and fixing multi-million-dollar jets. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a. Uh, hold on, real quick. So uh, Samantha saying the Wounded Warrior program, uh, read service is really amazing. Uh, I would love to advocate having them come and talk. I'm a part of it, and that program saved my life because everyone is military. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to, to have, you know, we'll probably reach out. Um, I know we got people on the base here at Luke. I could probably reach out to them, see if they'd be willing to, to come on and chat about this in, on a future episode because, um, yeah. like I have, this is the only base I've been to where I've seen this many suicides and I haven't even been here three years yet. And I'm just like, like we, like this. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like that out here too. I've been here almost five years yeah and the the amount of suicides is crazy not not just by military but by civilian too civilian, oh wow this is the majority civilian this is a majority civilian base so um right. a lot of people a lot of civilians are 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 committing suicide at an alarming rate um and not not just the young folks either mm-hmm. um some of the older people are and that's what threw me for a loop around me is uh, some of the older people are doing it out here too. Um, like it's, really? it's crazy. It's crazy. So it's, yeah, not, it's, it's crazy. not really. Damn. Yeah, because I mean, it, it was on the chart, but like for. Let me go back and see when you're breaking down age groups and stuff. Uh, 
because I know like people try to focus on the the younger age group or whatnot. Like after you get yeah. a certain like after you get a certain age, they're like, oh, you're in the safe zone. Like suicide isn't a real thing for you. Like uh, bullshit. Yeah, no, no, no. You know, like there's been a couple of older people that I've I've I've, I've so, seen it on on the emails. Such and such, we lost such and such suicide. And, right. Yes. So suicide. They're, they're not. They're not young at all. From ages 10 to 34, suicide is the number two leading cause of death. And then age 35 to 54, it is the uh, fourth leading cause of death. And then age 55 to 64 is the eighth leading cause of death. And this is this only yeah, goes up to, this yeah this only goes up to 2018 you know so it, this is the yeah. most current thing as of 5 January uh, that's what their uh, their article says up there but yeah it, it can happen like bro people don't stop going through shit because they get older you know what I'm saying and yeah um, I don't know like do those guys they probably have their families out there and stuff too it's not like they're out there just alone and miserable you know right yeah. Like, Right. what they're all going through but um i think the yeah like I, I think until like somebody commits suicide you know in a maintenance group or something like all missions and shit stop like that's the least you can do and, and have those people because i'm looking at that squadron like like say we're at the 728 somebody commits suicide and then they just like uh, so Kaylee, you going out there doing uh, the prep for the radar for our mission? And see, you know, like Willie, you going out there setting up the database? Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, <coughs> if it was 728, it'd be like, look, man, I ain't all right. I knew this motherfucker. You know what I mean? I'm not all right. Like, yeah, and that's what I would think. I am not. I'm. I am not in the clearest of mind to, to do anything right. because I knew this guy. Right. You know what I mean? And he just. He's gone. You know what I mean? He's gone. Shit should just pop. That's what man. that's what threw me off about um the lieutenant I was talking about in the beginning. That's what threw me off about it. Right. It's it's not it's not the fact that it's, it's the fact that now I have to go to work knowing that this guy committed suicide. And I, I hated going into work. Right. I hated it. From that point on, I hated going there. And it was it was because it was because like I had to sit in there and he's not there. You know what I mean? And the the climate around it, the climate around it was immediately like, it was like, um, it was awkward, man. It was like really awkward because you could tell people were affected by it, but you have a job to do. Um, it's not, it's not fun anymore because it was fun. Right. It was fun. It, was, it just wasn't fun anymore. The environment had changed. Um, and all I could think was like, it was like it was this tension in the air just all the time all the time like anytime you go there like you could tell because um because the people that that found him they had to go do a wellness check which i also worked with right um they had to go do a wellness check on him and they found him and you could tell that changed them too but because they were quiet um and then everybody was just focused on like Let's just get this shit done and go home. You know what I mean? Yes. Let's get it done. Go home. So how did, how I did, don't want to. It, it was like that for everybody. How did the commander down there handle that? For the unit? Um, 
he could tell, he could tell, and he was he was a Marine colonel too. Um, he could tell that it bothered people. Um, so he, and to his credit, um, one of the best commanders I served under, really. One of the best commanders I served under. Yeah. He really tried to get everybody to heal. You know what I mean? But in his in he still had to focus on the mission. His response to it was find whatever avenue that you can to help you heal from it. Because I know that is effective. I know it is. Right. Um, and he checked on us, he checked on everybody a lot. Um, but it was still, it was still awkward. It was still awkward, and then there was a big feeling of guilt from everybody because A, the dude talked about it so much that everybody just thought he was playing. So that part was a big, it was a big hurdle for everybody to, to at least just go to work and get work out of it. Because no one wanted to. Do you think it's bad that, because every everybody has taken, you know, the climate assessment, survey, whatever they call it. Um, people joke, do you think it's, we need to stop using certain things as, as laughing matters or joking like, you know, like if it's a long day or you sitting through a long brief, you look at somebody and be like, kill me now before I kill myself. And then people be like, ah, ha, ha, ha. You know, like, I'll be quiet. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't even take those jokes. I don't even take them as jokes no more. And that's right. why I don't. Right. Because it, it desensitizes you to it when somebody says it and probably means it. You know, they'll be sitting at their desk right. like, oh right. my God, I'm going to shoot myself in the head. And you'd be like, oh, you know, it's not that bad. And, you know, they go home and God right. forbid, do it. And you'll be like, shit, <laughs> they told they me what they were going they to do. Like, I, I should have yeah. intervened, you know, but it's it's weird because they'd be like, you know, is there any sexual jokes or anything like that that happens in the workplace and shit? And you'd be like, no, knowing that there is because it's, you know, but it's just... <laughs> It's just the military is just weird. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it wants to keep it that is, old school is. World War Two like buddy buddy, what goes here stays here type stuff. But then outside of it, they're just like we want to be progressive, we want to include, we want to make sure people can talk feelings and do all this stuff. So they need to figure yeah. out what they want to do with that. And until they do that, you're just going to keep having these these miscommunications of people saying shit like you know uh your friend before he passed um oh my god i'm gonna kill myself if this person comes in here i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna, I'm gonna just kill myself you know some shit like that right. you just be like oh here he goes again and it's like actually a yeah, like, type stuff you know i don't know if the, re the the way we can fix this is every time somebody jokes like that we take it seriously to the point where these people are just like, man, let me stop joking about yeah. this shit. I think that's the only way to fix that part. Or just something simple. Like, hey, man, you all right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Yo. Um, so, yeah. Shout out to uh, Cypress for bringing that up, man. Because I know we joke a lot about, you know, everything in this group. Um, I saw that post yeah. and I had to sit and get my thoughts together because I wanted to respond, but I'm like, yeah, that was a good post. Let me get my thoughts together, and I'm glad you. I'm glad you wanted to touch on this because I, I was gonna have yeah. to 
type out an essay and, and respond Dude. to this Right? I was like, I need a, I need a segment. <laughs> but um, do me a favor. Do me a save. Do me a favor. Uh, send us your address. I will send you a DFPN patch and a smoke pit patch for that wonderful idea. So for breaking the ice on on a topic that a lot of people consider taboo, talking about suicide and, yeah. and stuff like that. So. Um, I just want to let you guys know if you're watching, if you're listening, a uh, member of the Smoke Pit Fan Group. Um, and if you're just listening and you don't see all the, the bells and whistles we got going on here, um, just go to Facebook and just type uh, the Smoke Pit Podcast Fan Group. Um, it's a nice community, as you can tell. People are really into it, talking about uh, real life things and things that, that you know, to, to take a break from real life. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a mixed bag of both. Uh, very flexible, very laid back group. But there are times yep. like this where it's something, you know, if this comes up and somebody in the, the, the community is concerned or, or wants to talk about this, we have no problem giving them about a good 30, 45 yep. minutes of discussion on the show. So uh, feel free to join in. Um, again, Facebook, the Smoke Fit Podcast Fan Group. It's a public group because there's a private one out there, but you want to join the public group. Yep. Cool. What else you got on this topic, man? You good? I'm good. I'm, I'm actually, I might need another drink after that. I said this might be a one drink night, but that one almost made me finish it. <laughs> you need to go re-up? I'll wait for you to get back before we move to the next section. Yeah, let's let let's re-up. Uh, let them know what we got coming on Patreon. Oh, all right. While he goes and uh, refreshes his uh, refreshes his cup. So if you on the Patreon, or if you have it, um, Set your notifications up because uh, I've been going live on there doing live recordings of I Said What I Said, my podcast. Um, last one was pretty pretty intense. Um, but this one, uh, my next one, I'm going to try to record sometime over the weekend to allow people to jump in because normally when I do this, it's like on a Monday night and back on the East Coast or wherever you're at, it's probably too late. So nobody's jumping in, but I'm going to try and do it on the weekend during the afternoon. The topic I want to hit on uh, this week is like toxic masculinity, like um, why I feel like that's an issue um, and and how it is affecting today's youth. Because as an 18 year old dude, dude, <laughs> 18 year old son, I call him dude because uh, we're cool like that. <coughs> but um, he, he's not into sports or anything like that. And um, people look at me they judge me by the fact that he's not playing sports like I did something wrong raising him because they know I'm in the sports and they're just like oh your son don't like sports what what's up you know so low-key that bugs me so I'm gonna just talk about that I'm I'm not saying that you know it's it's a rampant problem but it 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 has the potential to be something that can just fuck people up mentally that can lead them to something like what we just talked about like they feel inadequate like I'm not what society expects me to be or I'm not what society says I should be and then they probably fall into the the, the realm of um, you know something like that thinking about suicide so shout out to everybody who 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 commented uh Angel Sam Cypress EJ uh, Mikey Mook, uh, who else was in here talking, man? I mean, it's some awesome comments and stuff. 
uh, Lauren, Rob. I mean, it, it's good to have participation like this back and forth. Um, Angel, I saw your story you, you put in there. Like I said, it's 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 amazing what comes up when somebody asks that question. You know, you never think anybody else goes through this. A lot of people think like it's just them, you know, so it's awesome that um, other people are able to, um, you know, come together and, and, and share their stories to let people know they're not alone. Yeah, that's what's been going on. Oh, we need to make a segment shouting out Smoke Pit members who are out there doing their thing. I know I've been sharing a lot of the stuff that uh, members in the group have been doing, but I think we need a segment to single out once a week, a member that is out there on their grind, getting getting after what they want to get after in life. So um, we'll start working on that um, because we got a lot of members who are doing a lot of good stuff. Them to know that we appreciate that because they're supporting us. We're gonna do everything we can to support you guys out there as well. As my voice gets all dry. <coughs> but um, yep. So we're going to be doing live podcasts where you can interact. Only Patreon though, and then so they'll get early access to it probably three days before. Then we'll put the audio out. Two, two days out, you know, depending on the tier. So we have the $10 tier or the people who paid $1 when we were beta testing it. So they get the everything. So they're going to be the ones to be able to participate live in podcasts uh, outside of the smoke pit. The smoke pit will always forever be live here for you guys to jump in. Um, what up, Jedi? As he talks about, there is mad talent in the smoke pit. Um, There is. Like, there's a lot of dope people in here that, that be trying to hide their talent and shit. But let me find, if I find it, if I find out that you were doing awesome shit and you are not sharing your awesome shit in the smoke pit, I will go and get your shit and share it in here and call you out. I don't care how modest you're trying to be. I will let everybody know you're doing awesome ass shit. So, oh man, I'm just doing that shit on the slick. Yeah. Like, I'll be looking at my timeline like, oh shit, what you doing? What? You dropped what? You got what? <laughs> and then I'll go look to see if they put it in the smoke pit. And they ain't put it in the smoke pit. I'm just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got him. Going in the smoke pit. Got him. But, um, so yeah, um, like I said, $10 a month will get you live uh, access to recordings of podcasts. Uh, I said what I said. Uh, I know Wrestling With My Thoughts is going to try and get more interactive with the, the live side. Um, the rest of the guys, yep. Mr. on me, Real Food, we're, we're trying to spin them up on how to use StreamYard so they can get in here and do the same thing. Um, so like I said, that'll give you access to it three, four days prior to when it comes out. Then the $3 tier, uh, you'll get the audio for that couple days before it releases out on the, the, the stream yard ad free all the audio and everything on patreon will be ad free and then um yep also patreon members will get entered in all our giveaways and stuff like that um, we'll still do the random giveaways for the the, the group uh those will be for everybody uh but like the big money the big giveaways the prizes and stuff like that those will be more for um the patreon i'll tell you what though this is wishful thinking but I know it's going to happen this year. When we hit a thousand followers in this group, 
I'm gonna do a $100 merch giveaway. So I'm gonna be like, yo, just pick what you want in the in the merch, total it to $100, and we'll send it your way. You know what I'm saying? I might I might even up it to Let's 200. go. I might even up it to 200. If we get to a thousand, we'll do a raffle, and then we'll just be like, yo, pick what you want. Two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars of merch coming your way. Um, that's how I'm feeling about shit. But I want to see that happen. Though. I mean, I'm looking at it. I see eight fifty. I'm just like, bro, that's that's doable. One hundred and fifty people. That's doable. I mean, if two of y'all invite two friends, you know what I mean? Just invite them. Tell them we don't bite. The water's warm. <laughs> it's not shark infested. All right. So you you wanna you if 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 you if you know me and Matt, you know we like sports. We don't talk about it a lot on here, but we have our side discussions, boxing, UFC, basketball, wrestling, all that stuff. We have side discussions. Yep. There was a major move in the NBA that happened a couple of days ago. Um, and my man Black was like, this is the person he wants to talk about in this week's segment of hear these episodes completely ad-free go to www.patreon.com slash podcast subscribe today for as little as three dollars and you will get all these episodes ad-free again that's www.patreon.com slash podcast now enjoy the rest of the show Whose man? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> take a drink. Is this, sir? Yes. James Harden was traded from the Houston Rockets mm-hmm. to the Brooklyn Nets mm-hmm. in a multi-team deal, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, and it looks like. It was them, Houston, and Cleveland uh, in this three-team deal, which Cleveland did not get anything out of. They need to fire that owner, by the way. Dan Gilbert? Up in yeah, he needs to go. He's just, he's just making horrible moves. If there's any way to tank a team, pay attention to Dan Gilbert. <laughs> he's the other man in this equation, but... The prime, the prime target of Dan tonight's Gilbert. discussion. Dan Gilbert assembled that team to give Cleveland their only championship in that whole city. That wasn't Dan Gilbert. We know that was LeBron. <laughs> we know now that was LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron put that team together. <laughs> we know now it was LeBron. Hold up. So th- this is this is what went down in the trade. Uh, the Nets sent their sender Jared Allen and forward Torian Prince to Cleveland and guard Karis LeVert and forward Rodius, I don't know this dude's name, as well as three first round draft picks and four first round swaps to Houston. So Houston is going to come out of this in the future. Houston won. I 
still Houston's so one. Because they also have Boogie Cousins and John Wall over there still. It's not like they... Yeah, they won. The Rockets also they received won. guard... And they got rid of James Harden. Yep. The Rockets also received guard Dante Exum in a 2022 first-round pick from Cleveland. And Brooklyn acquires a 2024 second-round pick from the Cavaliers. Uh, and then also the Pacers got into it. Victor Oladipo also went to Houston. To Houston, yes. yes. Houston won this trade. They won that trade. They did. <laughs> they won. They did. Now that I'm reading all the shit that just happened, Houston is stacked. Yeah. Houston is stacked. Houston won that trade. They. They so, may. They may not look good for the rest of the year this year, but. Two years from now, them dudes might just be talking about titles. I low-key think that they are a better team now without James Harden. I, I would happen to agree. I would happen to agree. So do you think his legacy took a hit with this trade? Yes. Yes. How so? Here's why. Okay. Here's why. James Harden wanted to be the man. He wanted to be the main guy. And this is why he makes whose man's is this. Sir, you mean to tell me you want to be the, the main guy on this team so much that CP3 got shipped out of Houston and went to OKC. OKC did great with CP3 in that squad because it was seven CP3 games. and a whole bunch of role players. Yep, and he, and he made it work. Went to the playoffs. Meanwhile, Houston struggling. Struggle bus city. And you got Westbrook. How, sir? How? How? His legacy is going to take a major hit. I've always said, and I got a lot of hate for this, but I feel way more comfortable saying it now. James Harden will never be a leader of anybody's team. He won't be. He's just a great scorer. He is Damn. a role player. So all those years in Houston. He's a role player. All those years in Houston, you don't think he was ever the leader of the team? No, I don't. Who do you think I the think leader he was? I think he was just a great scorer. When CP3 got there, CP3 was. Oh, CP3 the leader He wasn't there, but a couple. Everywhere CP3 yeah. go, I'm like, oh, he was, this, that's CP3 team. CP3, CP3 left, Russ came in. You could make an argument it was more Russ's team than it was James Harden's. Well, you can make that argument. Here's here's my thing. I don't think Russ is leader. I think Russ does. They're too much. Him him and James Harden are too much alike. That's why he left. I would say they're too much and alike because they're both ball dominant. You know what I'm saying? Like Harden that's is ball dominant. They're, 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 they're Kyrie, too much alike in that aspect. Kyrie is ball dominant, and KD. I feel bad for KD. Like, a lot of people give KD shit, like, oh, you went and joined the Warriors to win your rings. Like, low-key, the Warriors were not going to win any more rings without KD. Like, if KD didn't go over there, the Warriors no, no, just no. would have had the, that one ring. Hell no. And that would have been it. they ass up. Yes. So. Ron would have ate they ass Steph, all the way up. Steph benefited more from KD showing up there than KD benefited from Steph. Because KD was Fact. balling his motherfucking ass that. off in, in Golden State. So I feel bad yeah, KD's I'll over there because 
KD got there and he was like, bro, don't get rid of Kyrie. Kyrie's my dude. We're going to do some things. Now Kyrie over there acting up. Like he's, Kyrie is on my list too. Right now, Paul George is at the top of my list for I want to see him fail. And I know that sounds uh, fucked Ky- up. Kyrie, Kyrie's, Kyrie's up there. Kyrie's up No, Kyrie is up there. Because I'm just like, bro, retire if you don't want to ball no more, bro. Like, it don't don't have don't hold this team hostage. Cause you got a whole squad of people who are just like, bro, you coming to the game, Kyrie? Oh no, you you just don't want to come through. You want a Zoom call? Did you see that shit? Like yeah, hours before tip off, my man is in like a, a, a clubhouse Zoom chat or whatever, <laughs> and I'm just and then he tried to change his name in it. Like nobody's gonna look at the fucking cam and be like, oh shit, that's Kyrie Irving. Like you just that unrecognizable. Like what the fuck is Burn he doing? Sage and shit. Oh, it's like you wild, bro. He is the Ricky Williams of the NBA. You remember Ricky Williams? He was just like, oh, I'm going to go. Yeah, I remember. I'm going to go to Tibet and I'm going to find myself spiritually. And it's like, bro, you want to play football no more? Like, you in your prime. Eh, I I can take it or leave it. Whatever. I think that's where Kyrie is at. I'm all right. Kyrie is on some next level shit. The way he be talking to to his fans or or just to the, the general populace, like, you guys just don't understand the mind of a genius when, like, do you want to play basketball or not? Is all we want to know. Because if you leave, then the Nets can go the and earth find is somebody. Flat. I'm I'm done with you at that point. I think he you said think that shit for flat? clout. I think he said that shit for clout. Do you think so? Yeah. And this shit worked. I think he did that to get people I to stop talking to about. I think he did that to get people to stop talking about him leaving LeBron. Because that's all that was. Nah. was like, why you leave LeBron? Uh, the Earth is flat. What? Earth. You stupid? The Earth is flat. <laughs> that's a great response, though. Yep. <laughs> Why did you leave LeBron? Did you think he was being too overbearing? Uh, you know you can fall off the earth if you keep going to the west. What? I 100% believe that. You stupid. He's a flat earther. And then he's just like, <laughs> ah, worked like a charm. <laughs> Gets him every time. <laughs> yep. Done it. Done it. Done it. I wonder if any dude has but tried yeah, man, that outside Jen- of outside of sports. Like, the girl be like, who is Jennifer? Who's Jennifer on your phone? Did you know you can fall off the earth if you keep going on the... What? Yeah. Yep. You stupid, boy. You ain't nobody... The earth ain't flat. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh-uh. You stupid. Yeah, That's why I love you, because you stupid. Ha! <laughs> Works every time. <laughs> come on. Come on to bed. <laughs> Show me how stupid I am in this bed. I bet I ain't stupid in this bed. <laughs> I bet I ain't stupid in bed. Shut up. Show me what you're talking about. <sighs> Get some every time. <laughs> Flat yeah, Earth. Every time. Thanks, Kyrie. <laughs> 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 like a fucking commercial. Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> Put Kyrie on the phone. <laughs> Kyrie! That shit was funny. I'm 36. <laughs> Yo, but you did in, in um Damien Adams joint, uh the real deal with Damien Adams. Follow that by the way, real deal with Damien Adams. Um yeah. you Call did it. post a very a very true based on what's happening statement. Which was mm-hmm. what? Which was what? 
Oh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's LeBron talk. leaves Cleveland, goes to LA, and then all of a sudden there's this great migration from all NBA stars. They going east. They going to the east. They get the <laughs> fuck out of Dodge. LeBron here. They getting. LeBron here with AD. We got to go. We got to get the fuck up out of here. He got AD. I got to go. Stand around here. This dude crazy. (laughs) He crazy. LeBron came out West Star balling. They was like, "Mm -mm, we don't want none of this shit. We ain't getting no rings. And and I I as a Laker fan, I am not mad at that. Um, When LeBron was in the East, I was just like, bro, it's it's easy to make the finals when you in the East. And you got the best players in the East mm-hmm. on your squad in Miami. Like, of course you'll be going to the finals. Then he went to Cleveland and he assembled a team up there. I ain't mad at him for doing that. Like, if you if you can have the pool and the clout to do it, do it. Not everybody want to be like Charles Barkley and be like, I was an awesome player with no rings. Because they be lighting his ass up on TNT. Shaq and, Shaq and Kenny don't let that man talk about championships at all. What you know about championships, Chuck? You ain't got no rings. You ain't got no... <laughs> Every time we start talking about championships, you should just be quiet over there, Chuck. You ain't got no rings. <laughs> no about championships, Chuck. Chuck be you out there. No rings, Chuck. Chuck be out there like, Chuck, I was playing against the 80s, motherfucking shit. It was hard. <laughs> Everybody had teams with me. I was on the Sixers balling my ass off with nobody. <laughs> with nobody. Jordan over there with Pippen and but shit. That- you know what I'm saying? I'm over here in Philly just yep. by myself. <laughs> you know you know what this whole thing makes me wish now? Like, I wish CP3 would have went to the Lakers. Oh! I wish he would have. I wish he would have. We cannot talk about that and expect this video <laughs> to end on a high note. Because <laughs> God rest his soul. It hurts to say that because I want to damn it to hell. But David Stern blocked that trade and was just like, it's for the for the, the you know best interest of the league to not do that because then they'd be stacked. Right. I'm just like, right. Okay, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Then all of a sudden, I look over in Miami and I'm just like, uh-huh. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> we don't want to stack teams. Not even Miami. Not even Miami. Because <laughs> when uh, Ray Allen and KG went to Boston, I was like, uh, what is this shit? Well, that, that was. I, I look at that and I think that was just. Because I was looking at Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett was not the Kevin Garnett he was in Minnesota. Like, he, he still. He was serviceable. He was a great defender. Right. Paul Pierce was right. on the tail end of his prime. Ray Allen was just to do the space to floor out. I think Rondo was more of a they 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 should have included Rondo true, in that too. as far as a big three because that motherfucker's still out there doing work and the rest of them cats is gone. You know, so Rondo is a, I think Rondo is what made that team great, that point guard play. But I, I saw that yeah, and I, I didn't agree. think anything big because I mean we were still over there in Los Angeles competing with Paul Gasol and fucking Kobe Bryant. You know what I'm saying? Everybody want to be like uh, yeah. Andrew Bynum was doing. Like, get the fuck out of here with Andrew Bynum. That, that dude was a, a, a flash in the pan. He had a couple good seasons. And everybody was trying to crown him the next big thing after Shaq. I was like, nope. Nah, nope. 
But I mean, we still fuck them. The minute those three went to Miami, I was just like, ain't nobody winning shit. Ain't nobody winning a goddamn thing <laughs> until these motherfuckers break up. When Dallas beat them that first time, I was just like, Dirk is that dude. Like no, I was looking, I, you know I was what? looking at Dirk. I was you like, you yeah. nasty. I say this now. I, I say this now. Yeah. People call me crazy for it now. Um, I don't. When they got there, I didn't think they were gonna win the championship the first year. I was pretty. I was pretty confident they won. Even though they so was when they got to the finals. I was. Even though they now, was like they sixty-two finals, and twenty like, and shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't think they were gonna win. The, uh, I didn't think they were gonna um, go that far. I actually didn't. Yeah. Like because they didn't have any type of chemistry as a team. Right. But the fact they went to the finals that first year, I was like, oh, it's trouble. It's about to get crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in my mind, it's about to get crazy. in my mind, I was replaying LeBron when he first showed up, and he's like, "We're not gonna win, not one, not two, not three. Not so I'm like, "This motherfucker was spitting. <laughs> this motherfucker is spitting. Because they got out there. I mean, they they were struggling, and then they fucked around and won like 17, 20 straight or something like that. I'm just like, uh oh, yeah, uh oh. Like, I knew it was there, but I was like, next season's gonna be insane. Right. They're playing like this, this season. I was <laughs> like, I feel bad for the league. Cause these boys, these boys about to, they about to kill everybody. And I was in Key West at the time. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, I'm about to go to Miami. I need to find me a week <laughs> to Miami. I need to, to see one of these games. Around these celebrations. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I need to be around them, around some of this shit. Cause they but, was cutting. Um, I, I will say this, and I don't like the James Harden move. I hate it. I hate it so much. Right. Like I am, I am vehemently against this shit <laughs> because what you have, you have three dominant egos on one team, right? That's way too much. You know, right. Kyrie. Kyrie left uh, Cleveland because he didn't want to play with LeBron because he wanted to be the man. Right. KD was on his. I want to win championships opposite these people because everybody's talking about me and shit. Right. Um, and then you bring in James Harden and it's just like, well, who's going to be controlling the ball? Is it going to be Kyrie? Uh, how y'all going to space this Kyrie ball? ain't even, I don't even, you think Kyrie's showing up for these games? I don't think his head is in basketball. I don't think he will. I don't think his mind is in the basketball. Honestly, I don't think Kyrie's going to be there after next year. After this year, actually, I don't think he's going to be there. I think they're going to get rid of him. Because I think they're they were trying to get rid of him or trade him or whatever this off season based on how he was like, I'll play. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll try. You know, right. and they're just like, bro, like, is you 100% with us or not? And then KD got over there. KD was like, the only way I'll sign with you guys is if you keep Kyrie because me and Kyrie is cool. And then now Kyrie doing this shit and KD is probably like, nigga. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> is you coming to the game? Everybody in the locker room. The fuck you doing on Zoom? Nah, the I'll fuck? I'll be there in five minutes. <laughs> nah, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there, man. Just just, just tell the coach I'm going to be there late. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to be there. <laughs> tell him I'm going to be there in a minute, though. You know, it was like, bro, come on. Now James Harden getting Is you think James Harden going to get into shape? Because did you see him in Houston? Looking like Mark Henry. Yeah. <laughs> <I> saw <him. laughs> we saw him. 
This motherfucker coming on the court. Somebody about to get the ass whooped. Somebody about to get the ass whooped. Somebody about to get the ass whooped. Some like he showed up out That's of shape. What I do? <laughs> Man, he showed up. I was like, he fat, fat. We eating, eating, huh? <laughs> Reporters was like, bro, so well, you yeah. were at training camp. What were you doing in Vegas and Atlanta? Training. TMZ training. gave us video saying that was a lie. <laughs> yeah. He was in them clubs. <laughs> yeah. Bro, you don't go full Jamarcus Russell. What are you doing? No. You can't go full Jamarcus. <laughs> What did, what did you go to Brooklyn for, knowing that strip clubs are closed in the New York and New Jersey area? What you gonna do, James? Right. What you gonna do? They retiring your jersey in Houston like he was a real one. <laughs> <laughs> Stripper saluting his jersey up there like he always threw them, them, them. He wouldn't throw ones. He would throw them 20s in the air like they was ones. And we appreciate him for that. Yeah. <laughs> So let me ask you this. But they said he did that because he didn't want to play. He didn't want to play in Houston no more. So let me ask you this. He, that's, a, that's a bad way to protest. Yeah. Like, 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 do like Anthony Davis. Like, bro, y'all ain't doing nothing for me here. And it's not like they weren't trying to do shit. Like, the last two years, they went and got right. people for him. Bro, you want to win now? Boom. Here. Here's here's a fucking Chris Paul. Three years of that didn't work out. He was like, bro, Chris Paul is too loud in this locker room. People respect him more than me. Get him out of here. All right, Chris, you're out of here. Come over here, Russell. One year with Russell. He got to go. I don't like him. They trade yep. Russell. Here's John yep. Wall for you and Boogie Cousins. And we drafted this uh, the center. What's his name? Woods. He's pretty good. Like, I've been looking at him. He, he's pretty decent. Like, he can grow into a good a good yeah. man. And he's like, nah, I gave everything to the city. They haven't done anything to, to help me out. I can't do anything else. Like, if I was a Houston Rockets fan, I'd be like, get your bum ass the fuck up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you can't, right. you just can't give up on the city like that. Like, if you were like LeBron, where he really, like, when he first left Cleveland, like they, they weren't trying to help that dude at all, at all. It, that, that is the only case I understand. Right. Because LeBron's like, look, man, I'm carrying the shit out of this team. I can't do this shit no more. You I see can. these people behind me? You got me and El Goskis. Yeah. <laughs> do you see my phone lineup? up? You got this little Delonte West dude hollering at my mom. You got this dude named, what was his name? Fucking Booby Miles. Like, that's not even his real name. Yeah, Booby Miles. Booby Miles over here. You got Antoine Jameson trying to help me out. Carlos Boozer over here. I can't do nothing with this. (laughs) I can't get jiggy with this. What the fuck are you giving me, man? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck are you giving me? I've been here seven years. I ain't got no goddamn face cards in here nowhere. All hearts. All hearts. You got all hearts. You throw it I off can't everything. Even act like this shit of spades. You throw it off because somebody looked at their hands like, God damn, I got all the spades. You sit there like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> the other team like, I got ten in a possible. You like, fuck. <laughs> what you got over there? We can't even go kneel. Nothing. Nope. Nope. Yep. So I'm just like, I'm cool with it, man. Like. I think nowadays, if you're not on a team with at least one other superstar, like, Cats is going to bounce, bro. 
Like I feel bad for for. But that's what, that's what I was saying at the beginning of the year. Yeah. I was like, this league, the league, the way it looked at the beginning of the year, it was wide open. Anybody could have did it. Yeah, moving miles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at the beginning of the year, it, it was pretty much anybody because every team had at least two superstars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Minus my give or take a couple teams. Um, even Charlotte. Charlotte got Lamelo, and Lamelo's balling his ass off right now. Youngest, youngest uh, player in history to hit a triple double. double yeah. Um, yep, doing this thing. He's Lamar the, Ball. He's the most talented. Lamar Ball is quiet. That, that part. Oh yeah, he is. That yeah. part. Because <laughs> the way Lamelo is cutting up. I'm just like, boy, here yeah. at any moment, boy, Lavar about to Lavar about to just come on. <laughs> he about to come off. <laughs> come out to that Vince McMahon music. Lavar just start walking out there like Vince head. McMahon. <laughs> yeah, I told y'all. I told y'all. What I say? What I say? Mark my words. My son's gonna be in the NBA Finals this year. Never Watch. lost. The balls never lost. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just I think this season is going to get hindered though I think they need to go to a bubble format because these these sports leagues with, with traveling and stuff, COVID popping up um, it's not like the NFL where um, you only got 16 games to play like the NBA they're trying to play 72 games so your leeway with postponing games and stuff is, is smaller so you're either going to end up canceling games making the season shorter Right. Or you got to go to a bubble. Either way, the players can complain. Like George Hill was just like, you can't tell me to wear a mask and to, to stay here with this and stuff. I'm a grown man. I'm going to do right. what I want. I'm just like, you can. But when the league, the company you work for finds you and says you are not, you are in violation of this contract or this agreement that they was just, signed. They just did that with Kyrie. They kind of. Kyrie had to forfeit like a million dollars of the salary because yeah. he went to a family guy. Yeah, against and the the COVID well protocols right and shit. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. Because they're paying you. They they are trying to make it so you can play these full seventy two games and get your full salary because you made half of your salary last year because only X amount of games were played. So they know people want yep. their money. If you want your money, you got to play in the games. And to play in the games, you got to adhere to this policy that was agreed to by the NBA Players Association. So if you're mad, yep. find a way to get on the Players Association so you can vote against shit like this. You know what I'm saying? But Hell yeah. It's just one of those things, man. Speaking of sports, Wild Card Weekend. Your boys playing Tampa Bay. How you feeling? Listen... Uh, and I say this as a Saints fan from the heart. Uh, anything can happen. But if Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Saints, <laughs> I'm looking for another fucking team. I can't do Shut this up. shit no more to my You sh- As a Panthers fan. I can't. Who has watched Struggle Bus after Struggle Bus L- season. Listen to me. No, 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 no. Listen to me. Bro, listen you, me. you walk I'd rather into- struggle. I'd rather struggle. I'd rather fucking struggle. I'd rather fucking struggle. Here's why. The past four seasons with the New Orleans Saints, some fuckery has always gone down in this round. The past four years, they had the they had the 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 pass interference that they get called. 
Fucking um, Stefan Diggs marches on in the end zone. I can't do this shit to myself. If y'all don't beat the shit out of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after you done beat them twice in the regular season, I'm fucking done. I can't do it. Can't Minnesota, do it myself. Minnesota got y'all last year. Blood pressure too, right? is in the. Yeah. How'd they beat y'all My last year? My blood pressure is in the. The, the pass interference shit. That was the pass interference shit. Oh. And then, then when y'all got to like the NFC Championship game, that's when the Rams dude blew fucking. <laughs> my man, like the ball ain't even get there yet. My man just tagged him. He's like, "Oh well, fuck it, bow." Yeah. And the ref was just like, "Yeah, eh. <laughs> eh, we'll let it ride." That's why. That's why this year, like, if you notice this year, the rule was put in place because of what happened last year. The rule was put in place like they uh, they review uh, pass interference calls now. That's why the they don't do why. it anymore. They did it last year, but they got rid of it this previous year or the current year because too many right. people were trying to challenge right. it. They're like, it's making the game too long. <clears throat> but let me just say this. Right. Let me just ask you this one question. <clears throat> and then we'll start to wrap this up. As a Saints fan, with the team you got assembled, you know, you literally know you guys are winning at least 10, at the minimum, 10 games and getting into the playoffs. Either winning the division or as a wild card. What does it feel like to have that confidence? Like the regular season, you're just watching it like, yeah, 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 let's just get to the playoffs. Because as a Panthers fan, I am watching the regular season like, can we just get like seven (laughs) fucking wins, dude? Can Can we just, god damn, like we can't, we can't draft right, we don't fucking, you know, we don't fucking I don't know. Like, why did we give I, Teddy Bridgewater I, I, I this money? This. Like, why did we give Teddy Bridgewater this money? Just because he played five <laughs> nice games with the Saints. We're like, three years, 70 million. Like, whoa, 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 he's a backup. What is happening? What is it? And then he started playing like one, and we was just like, oh, that's why. Yeah. That's why nobody offered him this much money except us. <laughs> yeah. Teddy was just like, what? 70 so, million? Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Panthers. Yeah, he had the contract. Got him. Got him. <laughs> Keep pounding. Like, <laughs> you should follow Teddy Bridgewater. He's your quarterback. What you talking about, Instagram? Oh, we Hold signed him. Hold up like Trump yeah. and shit. <laughs> I can't believe they did it. <laughs> <laughs> His agent was like, hurry up and sign it and make it official. <laughs> hurry up, hurry up. Blow the blow the ink. Blow the ink. It's dry. <laughs> <laughs> but you're willing. You're willing to walk away from a, a, a well-coached, well-organized, winning organization. Where would you go? I would have to go to a team that sucks. And I can't go to Cleveland no more because they good. Uh, so Jets? it'd probably be like Cincinnati or something. Nah, go go full go full suck mode and go to the Jets or Jacksonville. Nah, I might as well. Do Jacksonville? Like you stayed in Jacksonville for a little bit. Uh, I might, yeah, I might go Jacksonville. Yeah, I might go Jacksonville. All right. I can't keep doing like my blood pressure's in a healthy spot right now, um, and I don't want to keep doing this shit to myself. You know what I mean? Because every time, every Saints game in the playoffs is just like, man, y'all please don't blow this shit. Please don't blow this shit. Like, get up by two touchdowns. That way y'all can y'all can 
be at peace. Y'all can rest the starters at the end of the fourth quarter. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, we don't keep doing this to ourselves. Right. You know what I mean? Because I don't like being, like, even with something as simple as you up by three with a minute left with the Saints, it's not enough for me anymore. <laughs> like, at the fourth quarter. It's not enough. Because Last question. Last you question. You have these teams, this. and I look at them right. So, and to answer your previous question, <laughs> like the, the confidence I have during the regular season, I'm like, this team is a Super Bowl contender. I know it. I feel it in my spirit. Right. It happens to me every year. <laughs> it's like this team is a Super Bowl contender. They really are. And then fuckery happens in the playoffs, and I'm like, there goes my hopes and dreams. And then, since I'm from Louisiana, and then most of the people either are Saints fans or Cowboys fans, now I got to look at my timeline and all the sucky-ass Cowboy fans that don't have a squad and ain't had a squad in 88 years. Now they talking <laughs> shit. So now I got to deal with that, too. <laughs> they up there talking about, have a seat next to us, Saints fans. Like, motherfucker, y'all been sitting How's it there. Feel? Y'all been sitting there during the regular season because y'all knew y'all wasn't going nowhere. <laughs> oh, right. So, last question: Are you ready? Yep. Are you ready to part ways with Drew Brees this offseason? Yeah, I was ready last year. Oh shit! What? Yeah, I was ready last year. You, you think? Drew, I think it's time. You think to Drew go. ain't got it no more? Drew ain't got it no more. I'm not saying I'm not saying he don't got it. He still got a little bit left in the tank. But if it's if it, I don't want to see him get to a point to where he ain't got it. I don't want to see that version of Drew Brees. So you want to see walk Jameis? away while you still got at least a little bit. So you yeah. just want to see Jameis in there throwing balls now? Um, you know what? Honestly, if you would have asked me at the start of the year who I'd have wanted to see, I would have been fine with Teddy Bridgewater. Because he carried it, and all you had to do was manage it. The defense is, is good, right? Uh, the offensive line, which is your guys' problem, the offensive line isn't as good as the Saints' offensive line, so he has these problems, right? Um, the offensive line was still good, uh, he could manage a game. I would have loved to see him stay in New Orleans, and then maybe he would have developed more into a great quarterback. I just think him leaving stunted that growth, but. Uh, I'm yep. glad he got. We got rid of him now. Seeing what he's doing in Carolina, my bad. <laughs> that was petty as shit, man. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> that was super petty of you. <laughs> anyway, that's a. Uh, that's all we got. Um, when it comes yep. to that. Uh, you got any final thoughts or final final shots to take before we uh, we say goodbye to the yeah. lovely people? I do. Um, and if you guys joined us last week, I told you guys I had a single coming out um, soon. Um, I do have a release date for it that I can confidently tell you guys. So February the 1st to celebrate the Black History Month, I will be releasing a track called Black is Beautiful, um, and it will be available exclusively on uh, the Dot Feeling Bandcamp. So go to www.bandcamp.com, um, subscribe to Dot Feeling, and you will be getting this track along with every other 
track and that felon's library which is a whole bunch of good music so that track will be available on Bandcamp february the first titled black is beautiful it is my first that feeling um release Ooh. so go subscribe to those guys um oh also shout out to uh Pitmaster, aka brother east smitty he just dropped a beautiful album on um soundcloud on all, it's on all streaming platforms now yeah so go to soul powers that the name of the album is called the beginning of and man what an incredible album him yes. and uh shabba the beat yoda dropped my god what a what a great this is a great album i put one of the tracks uh up on um in the smoke pit uh the COVID joint which he has video for but the rest of the album is incredible man so make sure you guys go go check that album out i'll put the link up in the group as well but man get this album a shot it is it is perfect for it is perfect music for right now it is beautiful it is so go check that out definitely definitely a well put together album they took their time with it um it is a very they were recording it through the summer and and the, Mm -hmm. the last half of last year where a lot of stuff was going on so it is a almost like a period piece of, of America yeah. that they created this album around and and it is I know I know it it, it sounds weird saying that 15 days into the year but the best R&B album of 2021 of the year is yeah. the beginning of uh, by the Soul Powers and if you yeah. stream it track number 2 all makes sense is my 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 joint Oh man, yeah, it is. Yeah, All makes one. sense. Shy to beat Yoda, his production. Oh my god. Oh I'm gonna have to god. holler at him once. Uh, once the album's out, you me might need a couple tracks. Yeah, you might need a couple tracks from your boy, man. He he gave first me that first though. Yes. First things first. Me and Clint Taylor need to have a conversation. I thought y'all been had that. Wait a minute. This is a side discussion. We this, this is inside politics. Yeah, they don't need to know is, the inner workings of that feeling. Um, but yeah, <laughs> check that out. Check out Pitmaster Rob's YouTube channel with his son, Comic Wars. Check out Mikey P. Bean's YouTube channel where he's reviewing. I think it's yep. Doc91B. Just check that out. He's uh, He does reviews on all the... Bro, if you like nice, pointy things, things that can cut your ass... My man does it. It's also outdoor stuff. Um, he does awesome reviews. He spends, he told us he spends over $500 a month on subscriptions to get these things to give reviews on. So check him out. Uh, oh give God. his channel, give him some likes, give him a subscribe, help out the channel. Um, who else was out here shining? Pitmaster Kayloni Diaz. She out here doing the streaming thing with her dude, Brian Olivia. They out here streaming, getting their streams up. Their numbers are going up on Twitch. They're trying to get affiliated partners. Help them out. And um, who else was out here shining? I think somebody else out here was shining, and, 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 and I forgot to mention. Oh, uh, shout out to uh, Pitmaster Rob Gibbons. Yeah. Uh, Rob and Chantel Gibbons. Shout out to them. Their son just released his first single. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So shout out to them. We gonna throw that this in the is smoke Chef pit. Trey? Yeah, throw it in there. Yeah, we gonna throw that in the smoke pit too. Um, bam. You trying to 
trying to give flowers to everybody, bro. Like I said, man, yeah. if you're doing something good and you got a passion that you're chasing after and, and you want some support, post it in this group. Post it in this group. Uh, yeah. You you will not feel like nobody is supporting you. Like if you want to go to a community where you feel people are backing you, this is a spot to go to. And the reason for that is yeah. we want to we we want to you know facilitate that environment because you guys are supporting us. You guys are, are tuning in, commenting liking sharing the videos and stuff so we just yep. want to make sure that we return that favor to you guys like you see this is our passion we want to we want to help plant water and, and fertilize your passion as well so share it in here don't be afraid you don't have to ask me hey can i share this like just share it you know nah, what I'm share it share it you know unless it's like something that is like super against facebook's whole guidelines and shit uh, side note I don't know what you did. Uh, this is to to Pitmaster uh, Hugh Hill. Why do I have to keep approving your post? What did What did you do? What did you do? Every time I'd be like, Hugh Hill needs a post approved, and I'm just like, what? Did he? And I and I clicked, and it was just like, well, he did something that was against the guidelines, you know, some time ago. I just want to know what is it that you did, Hugh Hill? If you listening to this, what did you do? I don't, cause I be checking your post and I'm just like this shit. I don't see nothing inappropriate bad. with this. So I want to know what was the initial post where Facebook got you on their damn watch list, bro. Don't be bringing that energy over here. I don't want this group you shut down. You still gotta man. approve them shits, cause I hadn't seen a couple. The last couple, I thought he was out. Nah, I, cause I approved a couple the other day. So, and then there'll be some times <laughs> where I know you had to approve them. I'm just like, what is? I wanted yeah, to ask yeah, yeah. you. I wanted to be like, yo, what is, you know, this you he'll do? Why he in here wilding? What did he post? What did I miss? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, I have been your homie, Mac, a.k.a. your boy. And this is Bread Like a King, made his cover, Kaylee. Thank you guys so much for coming to the Smoke Pit, embracing debate. Yes. having a good discussion tonight yes you guys are incredible thank you i agree 100 so until next friday you guys keep it popping in the group keep those comments coming keep those posts coming keep those debates going and uh y'all yep. take care be nice to one another man peace peace